This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a portfolio to showcase your work, a store to sell your products, or a blog, ding, 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 to share your ideas, Squarespace gives you everything you need to make your next move a reality. What if I have no... Business Doing. motives whatsoever. What if I have no business being on the web? Can I still make a Squarespace website? Yes, you can. They're not. They're and not judgmental. They're not judgmental. They will even provide you with beautifully designed templates. They'll even give you customer support. I mean, nobody should really be supporting you for no. for having no business on the internet. But that, but Squarespace will. Okay, then I am going to start my free trial today by going to squarespace.com and entering the offer code spilled for ten percent off my first order. And you can, too. Oh, my God, that was so good. (laughs) We just cooked something delicious, ate it all, and we can't even have any because it's for a different episode. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we do what we just said we did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, today we are talking about vanilla extract. And I prepared very poorly for this episode because just before we sat down, I discovered that I do not, in fact, have any vanilla extract in the house. Perfect. I have imitation vanilla extract, which I'm sure we'll get to. And I have uh, vanilla bean paste, which which looks very luxurious. Can I look at it? Can I sniff it? Yeah, you can look at it. You can sniff it. surprisingly watery. You can do whatever you want. Whoa. It's got the little the little uh, vanilla bits seeds bits the bit, bits the bit seeds the bits. Um, so let's go down memory lane, Matthew. Okay, you know my my mom is a is a real baker, and I definitely remember baking with her as a kid. And you'd always put in vanilla extract, and I don't think I really understood what it was for. Baking, especially when you're a kid, it seems like there's a bunch of things you put in just because the recipe says to. And maybe yes. as an adult, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. And I, I have to say that, like, uh, I, I had the same experience. My mom was sort of the baker in the household, and vanilla extract was always around. It was, you know, whatever the grocery store brand was, like McCormick's or as whatever. As know, your dad was more of an endive man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, it was just something that recipes called for, and you put it in because the recipes called for it. I've never, you know, like in a chocolate chip cookie or something, chocolate chip cookie dough always has vanilla always. in it. 
I've never made it and left out the vanilla just to see what would happen. I think about that kind of thing all the time because I'm like, okay, it would be interesting to try this experiment, but probably it would be bad, and then I just ruined a batch of cookies. I want someone else to do the experiment. Like, I know what would happen if I left out the salt. It wouldn't taste very good. If I left out the leavening, well, it wouldn't rise properly. Like, vanilla is, it is, well, it's like any other herb or spice. It's purely flavoring, and it is so, it underlies so many different, baked goods that it's like hard to even place it is it a base note oh god <laughs> what what is a base note i don't know i i think the first time i heard of the, these like uh you know base notes and top notes perfume terms was oh. it's, that's that's what i'm talking about and i've just told you everything i know about them I, I think all i know about perfume is stuff i learned from reading an article in vogue magazine while on an airplane once uh, it was about sure. sarah jessica parker like learning <laughs> all about making perfume because what? she wanted to make her own perfume oh okay yeah and and, and obviously so she had to get in there hands-on yeah so they sent a, a writer from vogue to go talk to her about like designing her own perfume and tell me tell me everything you learned I don't remember anything, but I think um, I heard. I think I read the terms base note, top note. Was it was it like a sex and the th- sex and the thitty? Sex and the thitty. <laughs> sex and the thitty. I loved sex, sex and, and the thitty. I thought uh, all the thieves. <laughs> <laughs> I did too, actually. <laughs> oh my god, really? That, um, yes, no. I I watched every episode of that show, and like it. That's that's a show that really, for me, very quickly went from "ooh, this is kind of a fun, cutting edge show" to like it would be kind of embarrassing to go back and watch this. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think it would hold up well. But there was there was a lot of unexamined privilege going on. Oh yeah, um, that was that was a, a real heyday for unexamined. Yeah, privilege. it really was. Yeah. Um, where were, oh so so it, was it a Sex and the City branded fragrance? No, it wasn't. It because wasn't. But I, I think it was can around. Think the of a time... lot of inappropriate. Fragrances. I think this was around the time that one of the Sex in the City movies came out. Uh huh. The um, I mean, both of them won Best Picture. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hard to remember which was which. Uh huh. It was it was just like The Godfather Part One and The Godfather Part Two. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are really the four classics of American cinema. Anyway, so yeah. Uh, anyway, back to Vanilla. So, so I learned about base notes and top notes from friend of the show Erica Bauermeister because she she wrote a book where where perfuming was was a key part of the book. Hey, did you ever read Perfume by Patrick Seusskind? That book is so fucking insane. That book is so disturbing. <laughs> and my mom had a like a hardcover copy of it when I was a kid. And I remember when I was a teenager, I was poking around in her bookshelf and I saw it and I asked her about it and she recommended it. And I read it at like age 16. And that explains, that was so clearly one of the reasons. my, my pathos. Yeah, why you were scarred. Yeah. No, um, I love that book. I think it's it's Oh yeah, the writing the writing incredible. is beautiful. The story is beyond not so. Anyway, so here we are talking about vanilla. Yep. So, yeah, it was just something that recipes called for and you put it in without thinking or like without a bay questioning. Leaf. Yeah, like a bay leaf. Yeah. Yeah, and anyway, it's it's only in recent years that I have thought more, I mean, you know, uh, uh, that I have questioned vanilla extract 
Oh. And um, and Brandy Henderson, who is the owner of the pantry here in Seattle. Oh, the pantry, um, a cooking a cooking school in Seattle? Yes, a cooking school here where, in Seattle. Where, in fact, we're going to be doing a class. Yes, we are actually... You know what, Matthew? We should mention that. Is it, um, it going to be up on the schedule be released, by the time I think this so. episode is out? I think oh. so. Yeah, we, we are doing a... Matthew and I are co-teaching a travel writing workshop. Yeah. Two-day travel writing workshop at the pantry in Seattle. Anyway, Brandy is trained as a pastry chef, uh, among other things, and she has very strong opinions about vanilla. She does not like using vanilla extract. She will almost always substitute vanilla bean, which is fascinating to me because even though vanilla extract is made from the bean, um, I think they lend a very different flavor, and I don't always want a vanilla bean flavor, which is a very fragrant, powerful flavor. Right, and sometimes having that the vanilla bean sticking out of the top of the dessert is mm-hmm. is attractive mm-hmm. and sometimes not. Yeah. And no, I I know what you mean. And like I I've occasionally and and uh, my wife who is who is really more of the baker in the house. We we've occasionally gone on like a kick of like let's get some whole vanilla beans and see what we can do with this. Like make some vanilla sugar, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And then like forget about that for a while and go back to vanilla extract. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think I've made vanilla sugar once and it's like I just, you know, I just can't find that many uses for it, and it feels like right. a waste it's, of some sugar. To me, it is like, boy, I feel like this episode is going to be, we're, we're really going to be, like, picking on a lot of things. Yeah, we're um, going to be but for Debbie me, I, Downers. I, we're going to be real Debbie Downers, um, which which was, oddly, the name of Sarah Jessica Parker's fragrance. <laughs> um, um, oh, my. Debbie uh, Downer, it's like, when it's you like, want uh, to smell as sad as you feel. Oh, God. <laughs> what What are some of the top notes? And what's if there's top notes and bass notes, presumably there's something in the middle, but I'm I don't know what sure it is. I'm sure that one of the top notes of Debbie Downer is, has got to be like ripe garbage or something, because <laughs> what is sadder than that? But that's kind of how perfuming works, I think, is, you know, just like a few... Uh, like a micrograms of ripe of garbage, garbage lend like a, an alluring, mysterious funk, right? Is this going to be the perfume episode? <laughs> I think is, it already is. This is the perfume episode. Um, what was the, there was a, there was a question there that I was going to answer after the joke, and I forgot what the question I don't was. What it was either. <laughs> um, oh, I was going to oh, I was going to say that that vanilla sugar strikes me as kind of like uh, infused oils. Yes. That like um, yes. it's the kind of thing that like you get it and you're like, oh, this is delicious. I'm going to use it in all sorts of things, and then you use it one time, and then like you it yeah, starts to get worried stand, about botulism, and I you can't get rid stand of it. That kind of bullshit. I I hate like products like that anyway sorry hot takes hot takes anyway <laughs> no uh, the one thing that w- where I get excited about uh, is the only thing a- in your life about that vanilla makes like, you excited <laughs> well yeah that's why I wear Debbie Downer <laughs> when you want to feel as sad as you, you look like smell as, as sad, sad as you as you feel, as you feel. <laughs> anyway, no, Renee Erickson here, local chef in Seattle, Renee Erickson, uh, in the summer often serves this wonderful um, dish, which is sliced, beautiful, beautiful beefsteak tomatoes oh. with olive oil and vanilla salt. Oh, interesting. And I think that is, if I, if I were going to do something precious with my vanilla, you know, vanilla sugar, vanilla salt, I, I might do that. But like, who's got that much use for vanilla salt? I mean, please. Yeah, I well, 
Vanilla salt sounds interesting, but again, it sounds like a thing that I would want to try one time and be like, oh, this is really interesting and different, and I and I don't need to do it again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the other thing about the Debbie Downer fragrance is, like, <laughs> if you want to meet garbage guys, you don't have to wear a special fragrance to that. Garbage guys are everywhere. That's true. That's true. Garbage uh, guys are really easy to find. Dime a dozen. <laughs> okay, so so we've, we've talked a lot about what we don't like to do with vanilla. Like, yeah. Do do we do we have anything like positive yeah, groundbreaking absolutely. to say? Okay, so getting back to vanilla extract, we're going to leave out the bean. Leave out the bean. Um I love whipped cream, loosely whipped cream with just a tiny dribble of vanilla extract. Yes. Maybe a little pinch of sugar, but sometimes the sweetness of like the kind of flavor of vanilla feels to my tongue like sweetness. Do you know yes. what I mean? Oh, no, I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it pushes some of the same tongue buttons. It pushes some of the same tongue buttons, yeah. So I really like it in whipped cream, of course, in baking in general. Um, yeah, for a while I was sort of in denial about how much I liked uh, sweetened and vanilla whipped cream um, because, like, I think I probably read something, some very, like, a uh, high-minded piece about how, like you know, good whipped cream doesn't need those things, um, uh, and you should you should appreciate it for itself. But I want to appreciate it for the sugar and vanilla that I put in it. The person who wrote that article must have been wearing Debbie Downer. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Now. Uh, We were talking earlier, like at the top of the show, like what if uh, you want to make a website and you're not starting a portfolio or selling something online? I mean, obviously, Squarespace is very good for those things. If you want to showcase your photography or sell your digital or physical products, we we know this. (laughs) Sell your digital or physical self. Mm -hmm. No, that is not allowed. Oh. Um, Oh. But. I mean, maybe your digital self. I don't know. What, what yeah. would that even mean? I don't know. I mean, like, um, uh, maybe I'll make an avatar that looks like me and I'll sell it. Okay. So if you did that, mm-hmm. I want you to feel confident that if you needed some help and contacted Squarespace's <laughs> 24-7 customer support, they would. They might need to, like, poke into your website and see, like, here's what you need, tell you, here's what you need to do, but they're not going to make fun of it. I feel I can confidently say that. Oh, that's cool. And they'll- No judgment. I understand that if I sign up for a whole year, is it? I even get a, a domain name. Yeah, which domain name would you I choose? I think I would get like, uh, like cybermolly.com. <laughs> yes. Yes. I bet that's taken. Cybermolly.com. You might have to go with one of these new top level domains like, you know, cybermolly.tv. Yeah, .ninja. <laughs> cool. Okay. So, cybermolly.hotel. Um, what? Is that a real thing? Oh, there are so many of these now. There are hundreds of them. Wow. Can I sign up for any one of these on Squarespace? I think Can I get can. like any extension I want? You know, I don't want to promise that because I haven't actually looked into it, but they seem to be up on their stuff. And uh, yeah, let's, let's just Squarespace, say you can get a lot of cool domain names. I think that should be your new slogan, Squarespace. Get up on your stuff. Yeah. Oh, I think you're going to say get up on yourself, which also sounds like I don't know what it means. (laughs) You can get up on me by going to cybermolly.com. Yep. And I'm going to bet that if you go to that website, it's going to be some existing porn site. So, um, but if you want to make your own site, go to squarespace.com. Use the offer code SPILLED. You can get 10% off your first order. If you go for a whole year, you can get a free domain name. They'll hook you up. (laughs) Get up on yourself. So, again, that is squarespace.com using the offer code SPILLED. S-P-I-L-L-E-D. What is vanilla extract anyway? It's... it. 
so I what I have at home right now is actually homemade vanilla extract. Uh huh. And it's you can use vodka or mm-hmm. like Everclear, right? You just want a high proof. Yeah, clear or, or alcohol. I know people do uh, whiskey also. Which, oh, that which would then, be cool. You know that that's got brings more of its uh, characteristic flavor. So it's probably see, not as see, versatile as vodka, but see, that's a guess. I could see bourbon being nice because bourbon has vanilla notes anyway. Yes. Although I wonder how much of that comes from the fact that there's bourbon vanilla and bourbon whiskey and the names are unrelated. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so I yeah. wanted to ask about this. What is bourbon vanilla? Like, okay, so this vanilla bean paste you have here says Madagascar bourbon. So I read something about this while preparing for this episode, and then I forgot what it was. But it has something to do with like the House of Bourbon in the in the French royalty. You're the French expert. You yeah, okay, tell me. there was a House of Bourbon. Okay, it has something to do with that. But why did it get that Les name? Bourbon. I think I, I bet it was because that was like you know something associated with with luxury at the time. This particular vanilla was coming up in the vanilla world. And so, am I correct that kind of the most prestigious or sought after vanilla is Madagascar? I, vanilla? Maybe. Well, okay, there's there's Madagascar, there's bourbon, which may be just a type of there's, vanilla. There's Tahitian. The Tahitian, which... There's Mexican. I mean, to me, Tahitian sounds pretty good. It because, sounds like... I mean, we've talked before about going on vacation in one's mouth. Yes, exactly. And I think Tahitian vanilla, that sounds like a... Wow. That is like a... All expenses paid, vacation for your mouth. So the thing about all of these is, unless you're making like a panna cotta or a vanilla pudding or something where like In the which you might use vanilla bean anyway, right? Like right? like what things do you make where the where the vanilla flavor is so forward that that anyone is going to be able to tell the difference between different varieties of vanilla? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which brings me to. Stuff. So, uh, Matthew, I got I got to say, not to be a Debbie Downer, please. But why do you have imitation vanilla extract? Why did you do this? Okay, it's because I'm a bad dude from the wrong side of the tracks. It's because you're a garbage man. It's because I'm a garbage. <laughs> no, no, no. We we have no problem with with garbage. No, men. no, it's like, not garbage men. We're talking about men, men who, who are, are garbage. made of garbage. Garbage man. Right. Mm-hmm. So, years ago in Cook's Illustrated magazine. We got a recipe for, <laughs> for how to spruce up your garbage man. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you just like drench them, drench him with with Debbie Downer or the fragrance of your choice, and hope for the best. <laughs> I don't know. You, you try and lure him into the bath by like <laughs> by making a trail of stuff that he likes, like leading toward the bath. Hot dogs, hot dogs, like a Playboy magazine, pepperoni, <laughs> just all all sausages and. <laughs> And pornos. <laughs> Which, I mean, to be fair, I don't think of myself as a garbage man, but I would probably, I mean, a garbage person, but I, I would probably follow that trail. I would follow that trail. I love sausage, and I could get behind yes. some porn. Um, so, okay, so I now we know how to entrap you or me. Yeah. Um, Ooh. Yeah, listeners, you know, if you want us to come to your house, now you know how it's done. Yep. Okay, so there was, there was uh, uh, years ago in Cook's Illustrated, and they've repeated it since then. Uh, they, they did, like, a taste test of vanilla extracts, like, you know, uh, how about the double-strength Madagascar vanilla? How about the, you know, whatever? And, uh, and let's also throw in this imitation vanilla just for kicks. And the imitation vanilla either won or was indistinguishable in baked goods. Now they Are said you serious? For, for, like, things like, uh, like... In baked goods. In baked goods. So things where the vanilla flavor is up front, like a vanilla um, 
uh, pudding pudding or or whipped cream, they said, yeah, definitely the real stuff. You can tell the difference and it's better. Mm-hmm. But for chocolate chip cookies, no way can you tell the difference. Okay, okay, and okay. I, I, I'll buy that. And it's real cheap and it's made from wood pulp. And, Is it real? And, it's made from wood pulp? Right. And to be honest, part of the reason I like to use it is just because it makes me feel like some kind of culinary renegade, uh, which it's made is an from undeserved wood pulp? feeling. It's yes. made from wood pulp? Yeah, from lignin. Tell me more about this. I don't know. It's it's like there's uh, you can derive vanillin, the main flavor in vanilla, um, and one of the bottom notes in Debbie Downer perfume <laughs> from <laughs> from lignin, which is which is a byproduct of paper making. It's like the stuff you want to get out of the wood pulp before you make it into paper. Wow! So this so is wood so pulp exciting. goes in and it go, and it like splits two ways. Vanilla and comes paper, out. Paper comes out one side of the factory and fake vanilla extract comes out this the other like side. This is like one of those Richard Scary illustrations. It is like what do people do all day? Well, some people in the paper factories <laughs> are actually making vanilla extract. Uh huh. Maybe uh, in the illustration, maybe just cookies could come out one side <laughs> yeah. of the factory. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what it's like working in a factory, right? You just get cookies all day? You just get cookies. Yeah, and everybody is like, you know, a rabbit or a pig or Jason the plumber. What kind of animal is he? I think he, I think he's a pig, but I think he's actually like Jason, the construction worker. As I recall, he was like, <laughs> he was like uh, doing mortar for bricks on the chimney. Was he ever a plumber? Or, Maybe. Wait, or are you saying his name was Jason the plumber, but he was a construction worker, and and the the plumber was just his family name, remember. like Le Plumier? I can't remember. No, 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 no. I think it's like. Jason the bricklayer. <laughs> that's a, I mean, if, that's, and, he's, and I'm pretty sure he's a pig. I'm pretty sure Jason the bricklayer appears in one of the magazines <laughs> that I'm following on this trail. <laughs> <laughs> just unplugged my my headphones. I know you got really excited when I said when I was talking about <laughs> what you were talking about Jason the bricklayer to be Woo, fair. Oh, Jason the bricklayer. Okay. Anyway, does he also on. lay pipe? Um uh, yes, yeah, somebody lays pipe. Yeah, but somebody who, must. Somebody lays pipe. God, I love Busy Town. <laughs> what kind of name is scary? I know and why isn't it pronounced scary? I when it I was a kid, my, that's how my parents said it because we didn't know any better. It was a more innocent time and yeah. we all said scary, which when you think about it is actually a more upsetting name than scary. I'm not sure about that. Well, I imagine you're just being covered with scars. That's true. Anyway, so um, can we taste this? <laughs> like, like in his classic book, how did how did these animals get these scars? <laughs> okay. Um, oh well, yeah, yeah. Jason the bricklayer accidentally <laughs> fell off the ladder, and that's how he has that big scar on the back of his skull from having brain surgery. Oh geez. Doctor Lion was his doctor, and Nurse Nora administered the shot, and she said, "This won't hurt at all, Jason." Does Doctor Lion uh, do <laughs> surgery like with his teeth? No, Doctor Lion is uh, very stands upright on two legs, and he he is a normal doctor who operates with his hands, at least I think. I mean, I've really only seen him do work on um, Abby when she had to have her tooth knocked. Producer Abby? No, Abby, who's a bunny. (laughs) Producer Abby is a bunny? (laughs) And also, he did the x-ray on Lowly Worm when Lowly Worm broke his foot. Wait a minute. Wait, I'm sorry. If you x-ray a worm, you're not going to see anything. (laughs) Lowly Worm has bones, apparently. (laughs) 
I mean, and I he broke his foot. Have making, you seen? Have you read the one um, where he broke his foot? I I think I have. I mean, I feel like you could get. Oh yes, because because like you have to get little, a little cast and he, crust, crutches. Oh, it's a big ass cast, yeah. and he basically couldn't do anything for a while because his foot is like his whole body. Yes, I mean, I could see making Lily Worm like <laughs> slither into the MRI machine, but <laughs> Mother Cat was like. <laughs> Here's a radio, Loli. You're going to be sitting on the sofa for a long time. Wait. I mean, Loli couldn't even read a book. He doesn't have hands. (laughs) But he loves audio. He loves podcasts. Huckle was like, so kind. He came and slept on the floor of the living room. That was when to keep uh, him company. Lily Worm <laughs> got all caught up on comedy. Bang bang. <laughs> <laughs> Mother cat, why do you smell like Debbie Downer? Oh, okay, okay. okay Hang so, on, so, are we gonna taste these things? Sure, whatever. Okay, let's go to Busy Town. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, uh, would that be a good way to uh, initiate sex with your partner? <laughs> Won't you take me to Busy Town? Ow! Let's go to Busy Town. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay, Matthew has just poured some imitation vanilla extract into the cap. I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, it, it tastes very alcoholy. Because it's full of alcohol. Do you alcohol. think you could get wasted on this? You know... I, I wonder about this sometimes. It seems like how violently ill would you be? Woo! <sighs> yeah, very. It would be it would be a bad scene. You would have to you'd have to be like deep into the garbage person <laughs> phase of your life before considering that, I think. Yeah. It makes me a little sad to think about. Yep. Let's forget I asked about okay. it. Okay. Okay. Um that I will say that the smell of the imitation vanilla extract kind of smells like vanilla extract with the volume turned down. Yeah. It smells a little milder. I do have a hard time believing that it would be indistinguishable in baked goods because it does oh, seem so much milder. I should have made you like do a blind tasting or something. Oh, God. But I this didn't because that would have been a lot of work. This looks goopy. Hmm. Oh, that's delicious. That's, that's really good. Yeah, oh, this that's is delicious. The, this mm. is the Nielsen Massey finest quality Madagascar bourbon pure vanilla bean paste, Ooh. which kind of answers my question before about whether there can be Madagascar, Madagascar bourbon vanilla. Oh, that delights me. Yeah, Whoa. I feel like I want to use this in something. I just want to like spread it on a biscuit or something. Do you ever make panna cotta? I don't make it very often, no, but it's I, so good. I've never made panna cotta. It's really easy. It's and it's gelatin and it's yeah, it's a gelatin milk. pudding. Yeah, cream. It, it goes in the fridge. Yeah. Gosh, will you share your recipe for panna cotta? Yeah, I think I probably it's one of those things I just Google panna every cotta. time because you know the, there's there's nothing to it other than you know milk, cream, sugar. Uh, gelatin and whatever flavoring, but but which recipe do you use? I I seriously probably just Google up a recipe and see what comes up on Epicurious or whatever. Oh okay, <clears throat> sorry I had a frog in my throat. Uh-huh. There. Mm-hmm. I had a oh is there a, <laughs> a there, frog in Busy Town? There is a frog in Busy Town. I'm trying. To <laughs> oh my god, that sounds like a song. Well, we could switch there over to is talk- a frog <laughs> in Busy Town. We could talk about Frog and Toad. Oh, I love Frog and Frog toad. and Toad. You know what? Kids love Frog and Toad. I don't. I'm fine with Frog and Toad. It does not really do it for me. I love how um, Toad clearly suffers from clinical depression, but it, but it's okay. He can he can be friends with Frog and have a good time anyway. Yeah, he he wants to stay in bed all day, and you know, Frog, and he didn't even break his foot. And he didn't even break his foot. Uh, one of them, oh God, when one of them wants to be alone for a while, and the other comes and joins him, and they just sit silently yes. together. That was really beautiful. Uh, the, when they uh, go to the island. 
Um, yes, the island. Yeah. yeah, and their sandwiches get wet or something. Is that there? There's one where uh, like one of them is looking for the other and runs across a snake who says, "Hello, lunch." Which uh, I've been saying ever since. No, I don't remember that. Yeah. I have the whole Frog and Toad treasury. It's possible this was a different Arnold Lobel book. Maybe. But uh, but it sure made an impression. It sounds like the Gruffalo. What's that? Is that like <gasps> a, something with Mark Ruffalo in it? And, uh, <laughs> it's another children's book. The I've, Gruffalo. I've heard the name. Is it? Is it? It's it's all rhyming. Uh, it's got a very clever mouse in it who, okay. um, when threatened by other animals, invents this creature named a gruffalo that's oh, very scary that's smart but then he actually runs into a gruffalo and the oh. gruffalo is very scary and he has to now find a way to trick the gruffalo into thinking that he the mouse is really scary oh it's, interesting it's, it's great um that's, psychological thriller it's kind of like when i told people i had a girlfriend from canada but then i never actually met a girl from canada <laughs> did you do that no i didn't but oh. I, I, that's like a thing that people allegedly do it's always like you know like my my uh boyfriend girlfriend goes to another school and that's why you never see me with them oh like yeah. canada is is one like kicking taking that up another level yeah 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 canada is like a different school canada it's it's the different school of countries yes <laughs> it's like okay. it's so it's so nearby and yet it feels so remote yeah hello, hello listeners in canada <laughs> thanks for listening okay well uh you can find us at facebook.com uh, slash spilled milk podcast. That's nice. where we are on Facebook, and you can. Um, I don't know. Do you? Um, hey, uh, do you know the actual name of Sarah Jessica Parker's perfume? <laughs> or um, what yeah. do you? What do you use to lure your man into the bath? A nice, good question. Or your significant other? Or of of any and all genders? Yeah. Or or like a neighborhood raccoon or whatever yeah. um you can yeah you can find us at the end of a trail of sausage and porn apparently you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com where yep. you know what um we'll link to a, a panna cotta recipe that looks good oh thanks good 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 okay and um hey you know it really does help if you enjoy the show if you leave a review on itunes <laughs> it really helps if you enjoy the show if you just leave <laughs> uh, it really helps if you enjoy the show if you would leave a trail of sausages for us <laughs> to show us your appreciation uh, and if we don't show up it, you, it, you can eat them yourself after a few days <laughs> <laughs> and until next time thank you for listening to Spilled Milk um, get well soon producer Abby sorry you broke your foot and no, had to get that full body no, worm no, she had, a, no, this she is had not, her tonsils out I'm sorry oh, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I got confused. Sorry, you got your tonsils out? I mean... <laughs> and that you're a bunny. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No, but that sounds really cute. We're not sorry about that. Oh. Okay. But get but get well soon in any case. I'm Matthew Amster-Burton. And I'm Molly Weisenberg. Yeah, toothpick. I really don't want any more of this in my mouth than that. This episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott. Whether you're traveling for work or just enjoying a relaxing week away, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home. Yeah, and if you're a spilled milk listener, we bet that sometimes you want to cook when you travel. And Town Place Suites by Marriott has a Weber grill on the patio. They've got a microwave, dishwasher, stovetop, full-size refrigerator. You are good to go. In other words, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay. Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy.